today's episode of The Breakaway. We do a little pros and cons, plus get an overview of how likely it is Sacramento can catch Colorado and possibly San Diego in the race for who can have as many home games in the playoffs. Uh, that two or three seed obviously coveted into having a few extra home matches. Um, and so that is incredibly important for a team like Sacramento who loves playing at home in front of you great fans. So we talk about that much more. We go over the last two matches briefly and talk about Sacramento's pounding of Loudoun and Orange County and why playing their best football of the year right now is so encouraging. That's all coming up on today's episode of The Breakaway. Soccer fan, student, and graduate. The Los Rios Colleges want you to be all three. American River College, Consumers River College, Folsom Lake College, and Sacramento City College are now enrolling for the fall 2022 semester. With flexible class schedules, free tuition for most students, and support services, you can graduate and get a career in no time. The Los Rios Colleges understands you may have a job and family obligations that can make attending a college challenging. That's why they offer flexible scheduling options to meet your needs, including full-term and short-term classes, evening and weekend options, and classes that are fully and partially online. To learn more, visit losrios.edu forward slash apply. Grow your business with Citizens Business Bank. Since 1974, Citizens Business Bank has created banking relationships by focusing on their customers and helping them achieve more for their businesses, their employees, and the communities they serve. Choose a team that can help you achieve your goals by visiting cbbank.com to learn more. Citizens Biz Bank, member FDIC. Visit our friends at VJB Cellars in the heart of the Sonoma Valley and feel as though you've stepped into an Italian piazza. Taste award-winning Italian varietals, enjoy authentic wood-fired pizzas, and finish your visit with a scoop of gelato. A perfect way to spend your day and only a quick 90-minute drive from Sacramento to a slice of Italy in the Sonoma wine country. Visit VJBSellers.com or give us a call to plan your visit today. What a statement the Sacramento Republic have made the last two matches coming off the Open Cup. Some people might have thought, well, Sacramento, you know, they, they've lost the Open Cup final. Um, it, they, you know, they might take a little bit of a break and not play their best guys against Loudoun. Um, that's not what happened. This team is refocused in a real way. I know Loudoun and Orange County are not the best teams, but an absolute statement has been made the last two games this team looks as good uh, as we've seen them specifically in the attack um, and in the midfield as as we've seen um, all year long and that's what's very exciting especially coming up in these next few matches Sacramento in such a good position in the table uh, looking like a home playoff match is all but locked in they got San Antonio on Saturday then Phoenix next Wednesday at home uh, LA Galaxy 2 Pittsburgh and then San Diego. So with the matches remaining, Sacramento a good chance with a game in hand to leapfrog Colorado, who's two points up. Again, Sacramento has a game in hand on them, and Colorado has lost two straight. And not only that, um, they play San Antonio here today, Tuesday, September 20th. So should be interesting to see. We also get to catch San Antonio off a match where they play midweek. So a lot of positive things happening for Sacramento, and I want to talk about a few of them. Um, Luis Felipe with a late scratch for this last match, and obviously something uh, they did not go out publicly uh, because just wanted to keep that one tight before the match, just so for competitive reasons. So Felipe will be back, I imagine, here soon. And But how good is Nick Ross? How good was Matt LaGrasa? I mean, these guys in the midfield I thought were fantastic, and the connectivity... You saw Damian Villadere's, uh comment and uh, post about 
Kecko and how those two have a have a connection, and you could see it. And I mean, Dami Viader, we don't talk about him enough of how great he has been since coming into that left wing back spot. He's been fantastic, um, and what a just a revelation he has been coming up from USL League One from Union Omaha last year. Uh, kind of had to fight for that job at left wing back that Duke Lucroix had firmly early in the season. Wins the job, dominates uh, for a couple different stretches throughout the season, and is quietly put together a very good, good season. Defensively, Duke Lucroix in that left center back spot, probably the best game we've seen him play left center back, and uh, we will likely uh, see a little bit more of that here in the future. And, uh, you know, a guy who has played a little bit everywhere from left wing to left uh, wing back to now left center back. Uh, we've seen him struggle in that position, but it was good to see him get some confidence in there on Sunday. Let's get some pro- quick pros and cons. I mean, the big one, the the pro is this schedule down the stretch. Um, Sacramento with a pretty light schedule, all said for where they're at. Um, and that is one of the things that is in- incredibly exciting for this team. Uh, they just have one midweek game remaining, and that is that Phoenix Rising match next Wednesday. That will be Noche Latina. So they're in a really good spot. If you look at teams above them, Colorado, as we mentioned, plays San Antonio here on the 20th. That's today. Then play Oakland, a team fighting for the playoffs. Then play El Paso. Then play New Mexico, all teams fighting for playoff spots in the West. So none of those games are going to be easy. And then if you look at San Diego, we know Sacramento plays them in the final match of the year on October 15th. That's a home match. They play Vegas, fighting for a playoff spot. Orange County should be a win for them. New Mexico, and then, of course, Sacramento. So all in all, by the way, Sacramento's a game in hand on them as well with six points out. I think the third spot definitely should be something Sacramento's going for, and I think even the second spot in the West is attainable right now for Sacramento. And we know how good the home crowd is and how good Sacramento has been at home throughout the year that only only blemish on the record was that Birmingham Legion match earlier on this season. Defensively, Connor Donovan and Dan Casey have been absolutely locked in. And I think one of the things that's very encouraging is with Malik Foster with the brace, the intelligence in the runs that he's making is going to cause fits for center back. We saw them absolutely expose that center back for Orange County who just didn't quite have the speed to keep up with Malik. He was able to run circles around them, and I think that's something that opposing teams are going to continue to struggle with, especially as Sacramento focuses on that. Jack Gurr, again, I mean, we could talk about guys all over the field that played so well, and Jack Gurr, obviously one of them, almost got another left-footed goal, and that free kick, that was just unbelievable. I mean, it would have been top 10 ESPN for uh, for this team. So, Con, as you play the best team in the league in San Antonio on the road this Saturday. However, they will be coming off a midweek match, so that is something to keep an eye on. And this is a team in San Antonio that has been really good in the regular season and then struggles in the playoffs, and we'll see what happens here uh, in the upcoming playoffs. If you look at the East right now, they are already locked up. Everybody knows pretty much where they're going to be for the most part. Uh, Miami, who right now is a seven seed, has already clinched. What a uh, what a weird season it's been on the East for the Eastern Conference. <laughs> I mean, very very strange. Um, El Paso leapfrogged New Mexico for that fifth spot after Sacramento was kind of going back and forth with New Mexico. They've lost three straight. They drew against San Antonio. El Paso has been on a good run of form as of late um, and beating uh, LA Galaxy two on uh, on Sunday. So for Sacramento, a, a really, really good stretch up and coming. 
not only do we talk about these last two matches, why they're important to get wins, they're also very important if you look at the goal differential. And that's another pro. Right now, Sacramento with a plus 14 goal differential. Before these last two matches, that number was much lower. They're six up on El Paso. They're eight up on Colorado Springs, which is incredible. So uh, it obviously head-to-head points matters a lot, but goal differential is what I believe the, what, fifth in tiebreakers. So it's head-to-head points earned in regular season matches, then goal differential and head-to-head. And uh, so right now for the Colorado Sacramento, those both both teams won three nil. Um, then of course you would uh, that would go to Sacramento if things stand as they are right now. If they ended up tied uh, for San Diego, Sacramento would probably need to beat them on that last match of the season and get really hot down the stretch. But the the positive, as we mentioned, with throughout all that is this team how they're playing, the confidence they're playing with, playing with like a chip on their shoulder too. Like I I don't know if. Like you necessarily, they need to be. Obviously, you make the Open Cup final. I think they're frustrated with that result, obviously, and they're using that as motivation. And I mean, the way they've pounded Loudon and Orange County, two four nil victories, just an absolute beating. Um, and I think this team is playing with as much confidence as we've seen them play all year. I mean, just Orange County and Loudon didn't even look like they deserved to be on the same field as Sacramento. And that is incredibly positive. As we go into Saturday, I'm very curious to see how Sacramento matches up against San Antonio. We saw them win at home against San Antonio 1-0 earlier in the year. But for this match in particular, San Antonio has been so good at home. They've only lost five matches all year. They're 25-4 and with 64 points. They've been by and far the best team in the league. Louisville with 63 in the East but a much weaker East if you look at the bottom. A lot of the wins really against 10 through 14 have been just cupcakes for Louisville and teams at the top of the East. So I would just say San Antonio, just in terms of the difficulty of schedule being in the Western Conference, uh, 64 points much greater than the 63 that Louisville has. So a really good test for Sacramento going into Saturday. Hopefully Luis Felipe will be back. Again, it was a late scratch. And... We continue to talk about the pros versus cons of where Sacramento is at. They're playing extremely well. They have incredible amount of single elimination experience playing together, being able to come back from adversity, which is always needed. I mean, how many boxes can you check? And I think hearing Mike Watts and Devin Kerr talk about this on Sunday, that they are a bona fide contender. And those are guys who are not biased like you could argue I am. And the way this team is playing right now, coming off the Open Cup match where they played brilliant for 75 minutes, it is out and out impressive. This team's still on a mission. You can see it. I mean, they were up 4-0, still going for more hard. I mean, they were not giving up. Malik Foster wanted the the hat trick. Um, and the way that, I mean, they just came out with a statement against Orange County, a team that Sacramento has historically struggled against. I know Orange County is not the team they were last year. They've been struggling, but they were playing for their playoff lives, essentially. So this wasn't a matter. This is not like nothing mattered to them. They were still playing for their playoff lives, and that has to matter. Has to. Rodrigo Lopez looks, I mean, just incredible. Some of the balls he was putting in, the one that he kind of spun around to get it to Malik that he scored, beautiful. And the way this team, and the free kick, by the way, was brilliant. It was a great save from Orange County. But he puts that a little more to the right. It's 5-0. And 
by the way, uh, another pro that this has nothing to do with the soccer side of things. A massive shout out to everyone staying through the weird weather we had to deal with on Sunday with the heavy rain before kickoff. We had an awesome youth parade with a bunch of youth soccer players getting a parade on the field pre-match and then staying in pretty good atmosphere for a game that started with a pretty torrential downpour. Game kicks off. All of a sudden it stops. Um, and then it turned out to be kind of a beautiful game with the sun coming in. Uh, so just a just a big kudos to everyone staying out there for that ESPN2 match. That was just good to put on that good show for the national audience. If we look down the stretch for the Republic and you start mapping out, okay, where did the rest of the points come from? Can we actually leapfrog Colorado and San Diego? It actually benefits Sacramento. They're playing teams that really... If you look at the strength of schedules between the two teams, Sacramento has the upper hand. San Diego plays New Mexico and Las Vegas, who are both jockeying for position in playoff spots. That Orange County match should be a victory, but those other ones, maybe not. The way the Republic's playing, the recent form of San Diego's been falling, the recent form from Colorado has been falling a little bit. So you start thinking maybe Sacramento can jump up to a two-seed, get a at least two to three home matches and that is where Sacramento wants to be, playing at home in front of the crowd. We've seen how they played in that Sporting KC game for 120-plus minutes plus PKs. This team's virtually unstoppable on their home turf. Now, you could argue San Antonio is the same way, um, and that's why you don't want to play a team like San Diego on the road, Colorado on the road. Think about that elevation. So these next few games, very important. The San Antonio game on the road going to be important a couple uh, former faces, Shannon Gomez, Mitch Tainer, and a team in San Antonio that is putting together one of the best seasons any team has had. And a guy like Mitch Tainer who's putting together an MVP candidacy would love to add to that against Sacramento. And, of course, the Republic would love to to tarnish it just a bit. So the way Sacramento has played the last two matches, it is very exciting because you've seen some of the a glimpse of what beautiful football they can have. That Malik Foster goal where it was a complete team goal all the way through was one of the best we've seen from this squad going and basically in a counter, springing out on the break and then go, and finding Foster on the streak and, and scoring. This is now a team that you can see playing late in November. Not that that hasn't been the case, but when the way they've played the last two, it's almost... It's almost more expected. The Despite being a four seed, they're playing as good as San Antonio and San Diego. I think even better than San Diego right now. And that's incredibly important. We've talked about it throughout the season. Adam Moffitt mentioned it in midseason in around June when Sacramento had that great June, that undefeated June. Coach Briggs won Coach of the Month. And he said, you don't want to peak too early. You don't want to have your best games in June. And right now, even though they had a great June, they followed that up with a lot of they, – they've just been consistent. And now it looks – I know they play Loudon. I know they played Orange County, two teams that you wouldn't say are very good. But the way that they punished them early and often, this team is playing their best football, and they're doing it in September. And they're doing it when we're less than a, week, a month away from playoffs, and that is incredibly encouraging. Saturday night, San Antonio FC. I got a couple great podcasts coming up. Uh, I, I don't want to give them away. We got a, a couple good, good pieces coming to you. Uh, 
Of course, it's Hispanic Heritage Month, so we'll have some fun around that. Armando Boteo will, will jump on and do a couple things that I don't want to share just yet. And we'll have a special guest who, shockingly, has never been on this podcast. So that'll be coming up here in the next few weeks right here on The Breakaway. We thank you for your support. And we ask you to please rate, review, subscribe, follow, let someone know about this podcast. And as always, Go Republic!